0: If you've ever interacted with a recruiter, you know one of their favorite questions is, are you actively pursuing or interviewing anywhere else? If you're searching for a job in industry, your answer to this question should always be, yes, I'm actively pursuing other opportunities. But many PhDs hate the idea of working with multiple recruiters at the same time. That's because most have an overdeveloped sense of loyalty, and to them, working with multiple recruiters feels dishonest or even dirty. If you feel this way, you're hurting your job search. Or maybe you're just not working with multiple recruiters because... You're being lazy and you're just trying to make it easy on yourself by going after one job lead at a time. Don't do that either. By leveraging multiple offers and multiple recruiters, you'll not only look more desirable to other potential employers, but you'll also help yourself down the road. PhDs that negotiate for a higher starting salary enjoy financial gains for years to come. So while negotiating may not feel right in the moment, it only stands to help your career in the long run. So I want to talk about working with multiple recruiters and getting multiple job offers. There are three phases of doing this, okay? The first phase is the initial contact. Typically, the first interaction between you and the recruiter will last 20 to 30 minutes. It'll be a conversation. The recruiter will describe the position here. They'll explain the job description, the ballpark salary, and the company. During this interaction, they'll gauge your interest in the position too. Remember, they don't get paid unless you get a job. Think of a recruiter as your agent. They do the hard work of building you up to the company that has contracted them. If you're not interested in the position, be polite, but be honest. Explain to them what you're looking for. You can even help them out by sharing the position with your network. Just don't avoid or ignore their messages. You never know when you're going to need their help down the line. If you are interested in the role, make sure to get adequate information about the job. Things to ask about the job include the interview process, the location of the position, the reason for the job opening, how long it's been open, and so on. It's also good to ask about the company, how many clients they've placed there, and what's the company's timeline, what's the company's culture like, and so on. Now, at the second phase, this is the phone screen and where the initial offer usually occurs. While this is handled usually by the hiring manager, the recruiter is the one that sets it up. Expect a phone screen to last anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes, again, likely with the hiring manager. If all goes well, you'll receive a phone call from the recruiter to get your feedback. During this conversation, you'll you'll also likely hear about the company's initial offer. And while all this positive feedback is sure to trigger a major dopamine rush, right, and make you really excited, try to keep yourself grounded. You can't logically negotiate when you're flying sky high in your head on this potential offer, and it still is just a potential offer at this stage. Remember, everyone in this scenario expects you to negotiate, so before you shoot off an email that says yes, 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 ask the recruiter if they can provide the company with a counteroffer. Aim for a salary that's 20% higher or one that sits at the top of that position's pay range. This may sound like a lot, you know, for a starting salary, but keep in mind, the final offer will most likely land somewhere between their initial offer and your counter offer. People love to meet in the middle. By the way, this is the time to leverage any other positions you have in the works, right? Which is why you should be working with other recruiters and going after other job leads. That's why it's good to work with, again, multiple recruiters at the same time. The third phase is the back and forth game and final closure of the deal. The recruiter will go back to the company with your counter offer. Oftentimes, the recruiter will return saying that the company can't go any higher. Don't fall for it. In some cases, the recruiter may have specific instructions not to exceed a certain amount, so don't take it personally. Tell them you need a few days to think about it. If you have another offer in the works, this is a good time to bring it up. Don't tell them the company name, but you can tell them you have another offer. They don't want to lose you to another recruiter. If this all sounds like a game, good, it is. And those who play it get paid. So just remain calm, consistent, and firm. Lastly, when you finally accept your ideal offer, make sure you receive everything in writing And once you have it in writing, you're ready to start your new career in industry. This takes us to the end of today's transition report. Remember your value as a PhD and start thinking and acting like a successful industry professional.